0: Welcome to the Not So Average Yogi Podcast, where we talk about all the things yoga, health, and wellness for women 35 and up who are not your average yogi. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to use yoga and other wellness tools to wake up every day feeling really, really good so that you can go out to this world and shine at the bad bitch that you are. This is a safe space where you can expect to feel seen, heard, understood, and connected. I'm your host, Ashley Robinson, and welcome to the show. If you are someone who's been thinking about starting yoga, but maybe you've told yourself, girl, I gotta lose this belly first, then I'm gonna come to your class. Or, girl, I can't even catch my toes. How'm I come to yoga? Or, girl, if I get down on the floor, I might not be able to get right back up now if you have thought or said any of these things i want you to please keep listening to this episode because this is for you the idea that You need to be flexible or fit or a certain shape or size or age or look a particular way to be able to do yoga is a huge myth and misconception that is holding a lot of people back from even trying yoga. And today I'm going to help you shift this myth and this mindset and think about yoga and approach your yoga practice in a totally different way. But recently, I did a Google search for yoga, and I'm going to say, y'all, I was low-key kind of shocked and also proud to see that the very first image that I clicked on, I did a Google um, search, and then I clicked on images, and the very first image was a woman of color. I saw a couple of men. Actually, there were two women of color in, like, the first nine to 12 images for yoga, but... The next thing that I noticed was that everybody, you know, was in perfect yoga alignment and everybody was in incredible shape. There was actually this one guy who was balancing on top of a rock on one hand. And I was like, now hold up. How in the, what in the, in, it's not even yoga, right? Everybody also had abs. Everybody had the most defined backs and arms. I mean, these were some really, really impressive looking yogis. And thing is, there's not really anything wrong with these pictures, these images. I mean, yoga is a great way to get strong. It's a great way to increase your flexibility, I mean, personally, when I am consistent with my yoga practice, I definitely notice that I am content to be more lean. My body feels really good. My arms look and feel strong. My legs look and feel strong. I definitely feel a lot more loose and stretched out in my body, especially my hamstrings and that kind of thing. Um, And as a yoga teacher, personally, I pay a lot of attention to yoga form and alignment. I mean, I studied it so it's really important to me and I definitely cue certain alignment types of things when I'm teaching yoga and so like like I'm saying there's really nothing wrong with anyone being fit or flexible or doing advanced yoga poses except for the fact that it is all that you see you don't see anything else but that when you're looking up yoga I mean i don't know about you but in none of these images i don't see anyone that has belly rolls i don't see anyone with back fat i don't see there's one person who is using a yoga strap um so that's the only yoga prop that i see none of these people in these pictures look much like me i'm tall and curvy i and I'm not hitting my practice without a yoga block. Um, most of what you're seeing here in these pictures is exactly what you think about when you think of yoga people is people who are super skinny, flexible, and amazing shape and doing crazy advanced poses like balancing on a rock on your, like in a side plank on one hand. And it's just not even close to reality. It's not realistic. That's just not how people of the world look. There are plenty of people in my classes practicing yoga who got cellulite jiggly arms they've got bloated bellies side boob they're not very flexible most people don't have perfect yoga form um and most people aren't doing really advanced versions of yoga poses and so this is the exact reason why if you've ever thought i want to try yoga but i'm not so sure I'm, i'm not flexible enough this is why you think this because this you think you need to look and be a certain way to do yoga um, because of the way that yogis are represented in the media. And I would bet that if you're someone who has even you've been to yoga before, let's say you're a beginner, you're pretty new ish or new to yoga. Um, I bet if what I'm saying, if you're like yes, yes, if this resonates with you, it's probably because you've felt somewhat frustrated about yoga and maybe you have been trying to keep up in a class and you felt like you couldn't keep up and you're comparing yourself to other people and kind of watching people in the room and it causes a bit of frustration The, the thing that I hate the most about it is yoga isn't even about all that so it frustrates me as a yoga teacher to know that people feel this way about yoga that people feel like they need to be looking a certain way or being flexible already. it sucks. So if you felt this way, it's not your fault. We've got a big huge major problem in the yoga industry with the types of pictures being posted as quote unquote yoga. even if you've ever Google search yoga for beginners, it's honestly it's embarrassing and it needs to change. If you are ready to show up unapologetically as yourself, you're ready for a consistent at-home yoga practice, you're ready to become that girl. You know, one of those wellness girlies that you see on Instagram, but you want to be her in real life. I want you to head over to tubeyoga.net and join the sister circle. That's tobeyoga.net and let's get started today. All right, y'all. Back to the show. So when I, I can remember being new to yoga um, or pretty new to yoga. And I used to love hot yoga. I used to practice hot yoga all the time. And that used to irritate me to no end that the yoga instructor would be, I I swear she'd be saying, or he'd be saying a downward facing dog. And then I'd hear like a boom in the room. And I look over and some rando was in a handstand and, hitting up against the wall in their freaking handstand. And I'm like, did she say to do? I'm looking around like, is anybody else in the handstand? Did she say to do this? Like, why is this person upside down on their head? Like, bro, what are you even doing? And as a new yogi, it made me feel inadequate. Right. It made me feel like it made me feel like uh, maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I'm not doing this right. I just felt dumb, you know? And if you, I know if you're new to yoga, you want to get it right. You don't want to look stupid and dumb. You don't want to look like you don't know what you're doing. You don't want to be making mistakes and falling all over the place. Especially if, you know, I know if you if you are anything like me, you have been successful in pretty much every other area of your life. You've been successful in your career, you've been successful perhaps as a mom whatever area that you you've excelled in school in academics and so you expect to also translate that into success outside of you know your career path you want to be successful in all areas of your life and you don't want to go into yoga class feeling inadequate but once again that's not even the point of yoga so it's annoying to me but i get why you feel the way you feel it just we got to work on the way that yoga is represented in the media it's improving you know it's getting better but obviously we have a long ways to go still so if you are not going to focus on being more flexible because that doesn't really matter um then, or you're not going to flex work, uh, excuse me, if you're not going to focus on how you look, because once again, it doesn't matter. Yoga is not a one size fits all kind of thing. So if you're not focused on how you look, right, then what are you going to focus on? You're going to focus on how you feel. And I want you to make this shift in your approach to yoga, in your yoga practice, whether you're a newbie at yoga, or whether you are, a seasoned yogi. It's not about how you look. It's about how you feel. It's about cultivating a sense of self-awareness. So the myth, the lie is cap that you need to be flexible, that you need to look a particular way, that you need to do certain things to be a yogi. The truth is that really you need to show up with an open mind and an open heart. The shift that I want you to make is this. I want you to drop your ego off At the door, when you come into yoga, you're going to take off your socks, take off your shoes, you're going to drop off your ego, you're going to unroll your yoga mat, and I want you to instead come with a sense of curiosity and wonder. I would rather you approach your practice with curiosity and wonder rather than I have something to prove to people in this room. does not matter what... If you can touch your toes, it doesn't matter if your body feels better with using yoga blocks on a particular pose. I want you to approach your practice with a sense of curiosity and wonder and self-awareness and an open mind. The thing is yoga is not, we're not here. It's not a show, it's not a competition. It's not like survival of the baddest yogi. It's it's not about that at all. It's supposed, yoga is supposed to feel good, okay? If yoga doesn't feel really, really good, then that's where we need to make some adjustments. So that's where we want to back off. Here's the steps that I want you to take. So let's say you're doing a yoga pose and you get that feeling of, oh, this doesn't feel good. I don't like how this feels. I actually said, don't focus on how I look, focus on how I feel. So here's what you should do I want you to stop wherever you are in that moment in that yoga pose. And I want you to, ask questions instead here's where the curiosity and wonder come in and they're going to find a way to customize the practice so that it does feel good here's what that might look like so let's just say that um let's say we are in downward facing dog a pretty common pose in yoga and you're like god this feels like, crap. <laughs> like, I know she's saying to do blah, blah, blah and breathe this way and put my hand here and put my leg there and blah, blah, blah. But my wrists hurt or my shoulders hurt or just something about this just feels awkward and weird. So here's where we take that stop. Now we're becoming self-aware. We're approaching this without judging ourselves. It's not going to beat ourselves up and think, oh, I shouldn't have come to this class. This is stupid. I know I look dull, but this doesn't even feel right. Now you're just going to ask yourself instead some questions, curiosity and wonder. I wonder what would happen if I bent my knees. Or I wonder how this would feel different or feel better if I picked up a set of blocks and put those under my hands instead. Or I wonder if I need need to put a towel under my hands because my hands are slipping here. Or, hmm. I wonder why this doesn't feel good. I'm going to maybe talk to my yoga instructor after class and see what I can do differently here. And so just, you know, just approach it with, huh, I wonder what's happening here. I wonder why my wrists hurt so much. I wonder if I made this adjustment or this change or did this thing instead, if that might feel better. So you're constantly just stopping, becoming aware, not judging and just asking yourself some questions. I wonder what I do. And then you just go ahead and find a way to to customize the practice so that it does feel good. So make the adjustment. Make the change. Try something different. Try something new and see if that feels better. The thing is, y'all, I'm a yoga teacher. I'm not a guru, as a matter of fact. One of the main reasons why I stopped teaching yoga from my yoga mat when I was eight, you know, when I once I got more seasoned and got some practice under my belt and was able to cue the class from off the mat, I did because I don't want you to watch me and try to mimic and copy what I'm doing because just because I look a particular way in the pose doesn't mean that that's how you should look in the pose. We all have different bodies, our muscular and skeletal systems especially our skeletal systems are are set up very differently. You know, I got long femurs and I've got long legs and you might not have long legs. And so the way that you look is going to look different from how I look because it's not about how you look. And just because I offer you a particular pose doesn't mean that you have to do that pose. I mean, child's pose might be the thing that feels better than your downward facing dog in that moment. If you are practicing to stop asking myself questions, I'm going to approach this with a little bit of curiosity and wonder, and I'm going to find a way to customize so that it does feel good. The option, the other option could just be, I'm going to come onto my back and come to Shavasana for a little while, right? So I just want you to learn in your yoga practice that I'm not trying to force myself in poses. I'm not trying to look a certain way. It doesn't matter if I'm super duper flexible, if I have got belly fat kind of in the way here my you know in my downward dog it's just i need to learn how to trust myself i want to learn how to feel inside of my own body i'm going to know intuitively right what feels good for me i'm not trying to copy other people i'm not going to overthink this i'm not going to put my body in a position that doesn't even feel right i'm going to practice stopping asking myself, I wonder what might feel better here. And then customize, choose it, honor your body and do what feels good. Another thing I want to talk about is the fact that there's only really, you know, a couple of reasons why your alignment matters. So, as a yoga teacher, I definitely am guilty of like saying, all right, I want you to Focus on making sure your hips are stacked here and your shoulders are here and blah, blah, blah. And we we do a lot of alignment, cueing and talking as yoga teachers. Here's the reason why it matters. A, I want you to make sure you're practicing safely. So I don't want you to hurt yourself in yoga because I want you to come back. Yoga is supposed to feel good. Definitely hurting yourself doesn't feel good. So we do, as yoga teachers, offer you certain alignment cues and things like that because we want you to be safe sometimes I see people doing things in yoga and I'm like that I know that doesn't feel good to this person so I you know I'm, and I think sometimes it comes from the workout world we think that we're supposed to like feel the burn or like challenge and push yourself no no no, no, no. not in yoga that's not the vibe calm down be safe about your practice but the second thing is that When you are in good alignment in yoga, you know, about the chakra system, I've heard, I'm sure you've heard of chakras, but chakras are the way that the energy flows throughout your body. Well, when you are, the way we get those good feels, those good vibes, that good energy energy. At the end of your yoga practice is because you've practiced your yoga with that good form and good alignment, and that energy which is flowing through your body. So it went through your root chakra into your heart chakra and out of your crown chakra, and that gives you those good feels at the end of a practice. So that those are the two really main reasons why I care a lot about your alignment, not because I care about what you look like, right? So we're, uh, we're going towards yoga with more of, I'm approaching this with some self-awareness. I'm approaching this with curiosity and wonder, and now I'm going to make sure that I customize this practice that does feel good. So what are some ways that you can customize your practice so that you can focus more on how you feel and not so much about how you look. Well I've mentioned a few things already. One yoga blocks. Listen, sis. Girl, get you some blocks, okay? If you're doing yoga at home, you need, I think it's it's these are like you gotta have some blocks. You never know how your body's gonna feel from day to day. Some dot da- some days I don't need my blocks. Some days I'm going to catch a cramp without my without my blocks, right? Your blocks have three heights. I, you can, they can be tall. They can be medium. They can be flat, flatter. You pick the height that's appropriate for you. Blocks are great for what we say in yoga is bringing the floor up to you. It was this, is you know, we're in a forward fold and your hands aren't anywhere near the ground don't even worry about it baby girl get your blocks okay the blocks gonna bring the floor right straight up to your hands you good to go right blocks are incredible for things like lunges they feel amazing to me some days in downward facing dog i love my blocks in pyramid pose and even sometimes when we're doing balancing postures and Something like crow practice or even an inversion practice, your blocks are so supportive. So you're doing a pose, it feels like trash. Try picking up a set of blocks and see if that is a more supportive way to practice a posture and shape. All right, the second thing, your yoga straps. Essentials. I love yoga straps to stretch out my hamstrings. Let's say I'm on the floor on my back and my hammies are tight from a workout or for sitting a lot. Put the strap around your foot and just kind of pull it, gently pulling your strap closer towards your body and your face. It's not yanking on it, you're not forcing it. Chill out, y'all. It's a gentle, easy. You're going to relax your shoulders. You're going to relax your upper body and gently pull on your strap and feel that release in your hamstrings. Straps are an amazing way to practice binds in yoga. So now here's the thing. If you are at home doing yoga and you don't have yoga blocks or yoga straps, what can you use instead? At home, instead of yoga blocks, if you don't have them yet, an ottoman, a schmo, you know, an ottoman is pretty low to the ground. Um, that's a good way to modify your practice at home. An ottoman, a chair, the sofa, um, even a stack of books. I know people don't have phone books no more <laughs> in their houses, but you know, you want to think a stack of books somewhere close to your yoga mat that you can use uh, as a prop to support yourself on. You don't have yoga straps? Don't even worry about it. Get you a belt, like your bathrobe. Um, belt, belt, a towel, anything that's a strap works. You don't need to go out and spend money on specific yoga blocks and straps. Use whatever you have around the house, okay? All right, the third thing I want you to think about, this is if you are in person at an actual yoga class, I don't want you watching other people in class. Number one, you don't know if they're doing it right or not, okay? Some people are... Forget to put their ego down at the door. They bring it with them onto their onto their yoga mat, and you know they are they haven't listened to this podcast episode, and they are competing with other people, and they're showing off, and that's not what what we're here for. But so you're not watching them. Mind your business, okay? Mind your business. Stay on your mat. Do your practice. Close your eyes and vibe out to the class focus on what feels good in your body not looking around the room at what other folks are in there doing okay mind your business don't watch other people in class not only that you don't know how long sister stretchy has been doing yoga she could have been doing yoga since she was like five you don't know that you just heard it today today's your day one you mind your business about what her day one was don't watch other people in class and my fourth recommendation for how we can make this shift this mind state uh mindset shift of oh i gotta be flexible i gotta be this i gotta look a certain way i gotta be that Mm-mm. what if you just took private yoga what if you invested in privates or um yoga for beginners course that way you're starting at an appropriate level for you you don't have to worry about other people you can get some support some help some guidance at your exact level so that when you do decide to go to a class you feel like you're ready all right let's wrap this whole conversation up here's the vibe yoga is not about touching your toes. It is not about being more flexible. You do not need to lose weight before you come to yoga. You don't need to look a certain way or be a particular way. None of that matters at all. Yoga is about developing a sense of self-awareness. It's about connecting your body with your breath. You don't even need to feel good after every yoga practice i'd rather you cultivate a sense of what's happening in my body no judgment about what's happening in my body i'm not going to try to change what's happening in my body i'm just going to sit with it be aware of it you know maybe you come into your yoga practice and you're pissed off your boyfriend and you got into an argument and now you're pissed the goal is not to be unpissed after yoga but maybe it's just to come into a sense of awareness about how pissed off you really actually are that's all you get out of it that's okay right you're just aware now you're aware you're not gonna try to change it you're gonna sit with your emotions and your feelings and just be aware that's the vibe that's what yoga is about maybe you come into your yoga practice and you're tight and you're stiff and the goal doesn't have to be to get untight and unstiff on in one class, but maybe it's just to become more aware of where that tightness is in your body. Like I wonder why I'm so uh not flexible. I wonder why my body is this tight and this stiff. Hmm. Just a little bit of curiosity, a little wonder, a little awareness about it. You can be more aware of the differences between the left and the right sides of your body. Like what happens if I um, put a block under this hip during pigeon pose and what happens if I don't use a block you know just how can I create more space in my body that y'all that's the point of yoga not flexibility not weight or weight loss not having perfect form not looking a certain way not wearing a certain brand of leggings you don't have to be a vegan you don't got to eat any, you don't have to be anything those are lies those are all straight up lies it's cap that Is not, we're hope. That's not the vibe anymore. That's not it. The yoga industry has got to do a better job. (laughs) I'm working on that myself personally. All I need from you is an open heart, an open mind, a little bit of self awareness, and to remember that you are a bad bitch. See you next time. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to the Sister Circle. If you are wanting to start a consistent at-home yoga practice and start implementing the wellness strategies that you learned in the podcast for real this time, let's become yoga and wellness besties together. And follow the show so that you can get notified whenever I drop a new episode. You can follow me over on Instagram at Ashley Robinson Yoga, And you can hit me up in my Facebook group, Ashley's Yoga Besties, Hope to see you there. Bye, y'all.